Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the CEO of Get Safe Online, Tony Neat. Hello. Hello. Great to be with you. Thank you for chatting to me. So tell me a little bit about Get Safe Online. What, got, what do you guys do? Well, we're a non-for-profit organisation. Um, we supply information to children all the way up to silver surfers. Mm-hmm. We're independent um, and we talk with a, with a common voice so people can understand what we say. Um, I'm ex-law enforcement, so I'm passionate about people being safe and secure on the internet, as is the rest of the Get Safe Online team. Um, we cover every single thing on the Get Safe Online website, mm-hmm. which is getsafeonline.org. And um, I'd be very surprised if people go on there and don't find exactly what they're looking for. You have so much information up on the website. I had a look at it myself earlier on. But I suppose for there's a lot of us who are on social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, like there's so many at this point. What are some of the things we should be thinking more about in regards to our safety on these apps? Well, of course, when the internet started, there was no such thing as social media. In fact, it's a relatively new occurrence. And I think one of the problems that most of us um, fall for in there is giving too much information out, whether it's personal information about yourself, uh, information about your family, or even your friends. You know, there might be some people who don't want their photographs put on the internet. So you should be asking those friends and family, uh, are you okay if I tag you in this particular picture? Um, you know, you'd, you'd never, as you were leaving your house, you'd never say to um, a member of the public walking past, oh, hello, I'm just putting my luggage in the suitcase in the taxi because I'm off on holiday for two weeks. Um, but you say it on social media. You share that sort of information. I'm away for two weeks on holiday. And six months earlier, you'd said, oh, Auntie Ethel, the uh, key's under the pot. Um, So we give this information away to people. And maybe we're not as open as that anymore. Hopefully a lot more people have have realised what the issues are. um, But there's still an issue of oversharing. And when it comes to, I suppose, our safety settings, what should we be, I suppose, locking down? Well, I think there's um, there's probably three or four things I'd always say to people that is the starting point. First of all, it's making sure that you um, you have up-to-date operating system and applications. That's the actual media that you use when you're on the, on the computer. So keep that fully up-to-date. Make sure you've got good security software. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can buy it, um, maybe £30, £40, but you can also get it for free from some well-known, renowned um, organizations so think about that the third one is passwords really important passwords people get conned so often as a result of losing their password now we never suggest that you change your password on a regular basis unless you think your your password has been compromised but what we do say is use a different password for everything you do in your life now people say to me tone that's easy to say, but, you know, there's so many. And, and on average, there's 15 to 20 uh, at least things that you would need a password for. And I say, well, do two things. Either put them in a password vault or manager, which means you've got one strong password and your information's in there, or you write them down in a cryptic format. Um, you know, you put down your... Uh, the, the first registration of your car. You put down Uncle Fred's dog's name, but you don't actually say what that name is. So you write them down so you wouldn't guess. 
um, and write them and keep them separate to where your computer is. Don't take them out with you with your laptop. Um, but that can be one way of doing it. And you, but you've got to be sensible. You've got to use strong passwords. And on the website, we talk about three random words put together. That's actually a very good idea because it is like. As uh, somebody was saying to you already, th there is a lot and we have a lot that we need to have a password for at the moment. So it is a matter of kind of, I suppose, getting something you're going to remember so you're not changing it all the time. But like that, well, put you, it somewhere safe. You, you imagine if you had one key for everything that you had in your life. Wouldn't it be great? Fantastic. <laughs> you lose the key. Yeah. You know, and suddenly you've got to change the locks on your car, on your front door, your back door, your cupboard, your workplace, everything that you have, there's a reason why there's different keys. Is so that if one is compromised, you're not compromised with all. And I know people will be sitting here listening to us and saying, oh, my goodness, change my password on everything. Yeah, but think about it. And as I said, do the sensible thing. Write them down. Put them in a safe place. Write them down securely but so that people can't automatically work out what it was. And another thing I suppose that happens online is phishing or identity fraud. So how, I suppose, what risk is there to us normal people all the time? Well, phishing is when somebody is phishing for your information. Mm -hmm. And there are different forms of that now. There's phishing where you'll get an email off someone. And, and there's always a good way of, one of the good ways of discovering it is when it comes to your bank and it says, dear customer, are you telling me that your bank doesn't know your name? So what is dear customer all about? Um, the other one is S is smishing, which is S-M-E, which is um, text smishing emails. So you get uh, something from somebody purporting to be from someone you know, or from a, but it's actually a text message or a WhatsApp message. So you've got to be aware of those. And there's, there's now things like... Um, uh, whale fishing um, where they go after the big fish and they're looking to get they're targeting specific people so you've got to look out for that one so watch out for the promises that come through and they can be very when they first came out and i remember when they first came out i was working in law enforcement and the first one came out uh, warning about banks and uh, and i said well, they won't be around for long because they were dreadful. They misspelt everything. The grammar was bad. The graphics were dreadful. Now they're far more professional. But think about it. Look at where it's coming from. And you get an awful lot now from the local council, from the government, from the tax, from the your, maybe your energy supplier saying you need to fill this form in and give us your bank details so we can pay you the money for um, the, the energy that we're going to pay you back. That doesn't happen very often, does it? Mm -hmm. So it's being aware of all these things. Just because it comes from a well-known retailer doesn't necessarily mean it's genuine. So sit back, think about it. If you need to, um, speak to the, the people who send it to you. Give them a ring. Or the great thing for me is do your research on what you've received. The Internet is a fantastic place for that. And you can find out exactly if, you know, I've had emails through and I've put the title in and it comes up immediately as a scam. So don't be frightened to sit back and think about it or ask somebody else what they think about it. And I suppose we've chatted about, you know, the usual social media um, platforms, but also a lot of us use the likes of WhatsApp, which is like a closed message form as well. And I know that you mentioned this on the website is this something that we need to take care with also? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Anything that comes through that you're not expecting, anything that's slightly unusual, sit back and don't act on it. But, uh, I think one of the problems that I talk to a lot of people about is they see something that looks too good to be true. 
Well, that's because it probably is. You know, and we wear rose-tinted glasses sometimes, certainly when we're buying things. And I've been talking to a lot of people in the last couple of days because uh, our campaign this month is about holidays and booking holidays and what you should and shouldn't do when you're booking holidays. And, you know, um, 77% of people know somebody that either be, either been defrauded or know someone that's been defrauded on a holiday scam. We Money's tight now, and we're looking for good value. Um, but we've got to make sure we don't throw good money after bad. This is the thing. So if people are concerned, where can they get more information? Well, we'd love to see them on the Get Safe Online website, which is getsafeonline.org. We've got a Twitter handle, which is Get Safe Online. And we're all the, on the, all the normal uh, social media, Facebook, that uh, you can go and get it. And uh, we'd love to see you there. Because I'm passionate about the internet. Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about people being secure, and so is the rest of my team. So, you know, anyone that can gain anything from it is great news. And what I'd ask anyone who's listening to this, pass on a little tip that you may have heard and thought, that's a good idea. Pass it on so other people can be in safe and secure when they're on the, when they're on the internet. Absolutely. Tony Need, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.